Hello and welcome to the Centrepoint Basel podcast. This is episode four, which is I've titled Centrepoint Activities for You. Uh, and that's activities for you if you're Centrepoint members. But if you're listening to this as a non-member, then listen very carefully. So this, there might be something on this podcast that will uh, strike a chord and interest you and you can come along to Centrepoint and check us out. Um, first of all, congratulations to Nicholas Weber, who's become uh, Centrepoint's new president. Uh, I know there's been a, a couple of board meetings uh, since the annual general meeting that was not and the postal vote. So the board is carrying on as normal seamlessly. Um, so thanks to Kate Watson for her three-year tenure, and now she's handed it over to the safe hands of Nicholas. So yeah, well done, Nicholas, and I'm hoping that the board meetings are, are going well, and Centrepoint is ticking along nicely despite the uh, yeah, corona interruption. Uh, as you'll all be aware, if you've been receiving the uh, weekly briefing, they know that uh, Centrepoint has now uh, begun a soft reopening. It's uh, from Tuesday to Friday uh, from 9 to 10.45. Um, if you are uh, available and you feel confident and you want to help out, I know they're looking for helpers and volunteers to, to do the desk. Um, we have put controls in and limiting the number of people. So if you're interested, uh, contact Centrepoint. I think you can email probably info at Centrepoint if you fancy doing a, a very short shift. But I think that's great news to see that we're, we're adapting and following the rules as they're being relaxed. And so, yes, uh, Tuesday to Friday, 9 until 10.45, Centrepoint is um, opening gradually. Um, but obviously, we're still doing a lot of virtual activities. The coffee morning is happening via Zoom. Uh, I know the Café of Deutsch, I think, is going on. I know there are conversation groups going on. So there's actually a lot going on, both, you know, a little bit physically and a lot virtually. And that kind of brings us nicely on to why we're here today, which is talking about activities. So uh, hopefully, and I'm, I'm pretty sure she's there on the other end of the line because we've had a quick practice, is Heather. Hello. There she is. Excellent. Excellent. Welcome. How are you doing? Yeah, really good. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. Now, I mentioned board meetings, so I know you've just been in one. How was that? Yeah, it was great. Thank you. Yeah, all good. Excellent. Good. Brilliant. So, um, Heather, obviously, uh, I'm going to go through a bit of an intro so people can find out who you are. So, uh, yeah. So how long have you been in Basel? Uh, so I've been in Basel for four years. Um, like many people, uh, we moved here uh, because of jobs. Uh, in this case, it was my husband's job. OK. Uh, he works for Roche. And yeah, so we have actually been here <clears throat> in Basel in the past. Yeah. In the 80s, so um, it's a bit of a, a, a revisit, but uh, yeah, thoroughly enjoying it. Excellent, excellent. And, and where and where are you from originally? Well, you can maybe have a tell from my accent. I'm I was born in the northeast of England. Uh, I grew up in a seaside town called Tynemouth, uh, quite a, a, a built up in the Victorian times. So so it's got a, quite a lot of history to it. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Uh, that's where I grew up and uh, I got married um, and as I say moved back to Basel but I've lived in various places in the world I lived in the United States uh, too so um, lived in Bedfordshire in England uh, and now I'm here in Basel. Wow seasoned traveller now I think you have um, a very uh, soft sort of lilting accent because I have a friend who's from Blythe and mm -hmm. um, there are times when I struggle to, to understand what she's saying we, we have a long-running joke about there's a place in england called york 
and then there's a thing called that comes out of an egg which is a yolk but when she says them they sound identical yeah yeah that that's true I, I have got I have got a softer accent probably because uh once I got married and we moved away um I haven't I haven't lived there for very long although the accent does come back quite strongly <laughs> back home <laughs> well that's fine that's only natural that's only natural <laughs> yeah and so, um, obviously, yeah, so you've been in four years and, and you mentioned yeah. your husband and hobbies. Now, I know, I know you're a bit of, you enjoy walking because I have been on some of your punishing walking walks on. Sure. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, before uh, COVID, um, I did walk uh, twice a week, um, Monday and Wednesday with the Bars of August, which I absolutely loved and I'm really missing and I'm looking forward to getting back to that. Yeah. Um, my other hobbies are, um, I like being active love a bit of Pilates, yoga, um, and um, I like actually crafting, making, sewing quilts, a uh, bit of a machine embroidery, bit of painting, all that sort of thing. Wow, now that I didn't know, I didn't know you were crafty. Oh yes. <laughs> oh. Okay, see I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm more the art side, so I like photography, but I'm, I'm not very, uh, I'm rubbish at DIY and I kind of sit crafting in brackets near DIY so I'm not very good at building stuff therefore yeah my yeah crafting it scares me yeah no we we'll love it I actually a member of uh, Hooks and Needles group uh, in Centrepoint and uh, that's that's a great group I really enjoy being part of that oh cool yeah my sisters do a little bit of crafting I think I think actually it seems to be you know with all this going on at the moment people are kind of getting into things and it seems crafting is one of those areas which is becoming more popular absolutely it uh, yeah apparently uh, all, all things to do with crafting uh, are just, you know, flying off the shelves, as it were. I did read that uh, wool has gone up in price because so many people are knitting. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, OK, so we need more sheep. OK, right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> OK, so, and, um, you know, obviously you mentioned you're part of the Hooks and Needles. How long have you been at, um, a Centrepoint member? OK, so I joined uh, in November 2018. Okay. Um, I, beca- I, I, was, I heard about it from a friend, actually. I, I'm not sure how I, uh, I, I missed uh, Centrepoint before then. Uh, but, yeah, a friend recommended it. I came along to Coffee Morning. Cool. First time. Uh, loved it. Uh, became a front desk volunteer. And then I was asked by Kate uh, to become part of the strategic leadership team. Yeah, um, I think because of my previous role in in England in Bedfordshire, or when I was a head teacher, um, I was used to, you know, strategic planning uh, over three years for the school. So, um, yeah, I, I joined that. Really enjoyed. I'm still part of that, and that will sure. still that will continue. We yeah. hope um, the strategic plan um, certainly once we, we get back to uh, seeing each other in person. Yeah. Um, yeah. I also then uh, became a volunteer um, working with Mary Ann, who was then the programs coordinator. Yeah, yeah. And started to uh, help to, help to organise talks and trips. Oh, uh, okay. it, so it sounds like a fair, it's been a sort of a, a nice kind of easing in, you know, front desk volunteer, which is always a really good place to start because you learn yeah. about Centrepoint and you meet lots of people, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's it's it's a great way, and you know, meeting actually, I've been, I've enjoyed meeting new people, particularly on Friday morning coffees, and showing them round, introducing um, the centre point to them. Yeah, it's 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 been it's been really great. Um, 
I, I know lots of lots of people volunteer for front desk, and uh, I've I've done so for you know quite a number of years, and absolutely love it. Yeah, and I and I think you know it's and what's the beauty of sort of Centrepoint being a volunteer organisation is that you can sort of dip your toe in in areas that you're feel comfortable in, but also it's it's sometimes people feel they want to stretch themselves and they want to get out of that comfort zone and they want to try something maybe a bit different, and it's a nice safe place to do it, isn't it? Yeah, you know what I, I really enjoyed because uh, I had a few years of, of of actually not you know coming here not working. Yeah, nice. Uh, given that I had a pretty full on job um, in England, um, yeah. I really missed that part of of you know using your brain. I suppose you know it, it's great. There's plenty of things to do here, but actually for me it was uh, starting to join the strategic team and stepping up and doing more in centre points. Uh, made me realise that yeah, this is this was for me. I, I I really I really do want to get it get more involved. No, it's, I mean it's great. I think you're right. I mean I had the same sort of feeling. You know, once I kind of step, put put my foot in the water, I just you know wanted to crack on and and sort of get involved and do more and more things. So it it does sort of catch people that way, which is mm. lovely. Now you mentioned um this uh the, the strategic team and this project, and I guess that's kind of where um at the activities title the, the design of it kind of originated from is that right that's exactly right yes we 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 looked at the structure um and decided that um rather than having a programs coordinator we would then have a activities uh coordinator yep. and under that umbrella of activities we'd bring um more of more things in, in under it um oh. So actually, um, now um, we have the conversation groups, um, I've got the group leaders, uh, there's libraries, trips and talk team, uh, Abro, Art Wall, Coffee Morning, all those things are sort of under the, under the activities. And it makes sense really because these are the things that actually, you know, that the members really love and, 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 and get involved in. Um, and then- actually, it, just to say, interestingly, yeah. I, I think are they, the activities when when we did a recent survey as part of the strategic team, you know, the activities came up, so, you know, as something that that were, was really valued by the members. Um, they 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 love they love it that you know it's a huge part of of why they've joined Centerpoint. Well, that was going to be my next question. Actually, was that. Um... You know, this has come from. I understood that this has come from the members, and the, and the reason you know it, it was highlighted by the membership that this was a key area of why they became members and why they stayed members. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It 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 is it is. And just to say also about my role is, you know, it's quite it's quite strategic. I, I am a member of the board, sure. um, and I report to to the board uh, regarding you know all the activities what we're doing but also we hopefully once we get back to being more strategic yeah uh, we, we're, we're look we're looking at you know more more about what activities members would like to do what direction we want to go in you know what what more can we offer or what what different things we can offer uh, do they like what we're offering that those sort of questions that that's how i, I see the role um, evolving 
Oh, that, oh, that's great, because isn't it? Because I think what's what I like about Centerpoint, it is very transparent and it, and it is very much about sharing. So pe- people shouldn't be afraid of saying, oh, I've got an idea and, and, and floating it. And, and then, you know, it, it's like oh, some, some of them land and they work and some of them don't. But we're often, you know, exper- we, we've always experimented and tried things out. But it's the people can feel safe in kind of going, actually, I would like to try and do this. Mm. Absolutely. I think that's really important. I would love, you know, um, even if we haven't got the survey out yet, if people could email me and, and give any suggestions to, particularly for talks at the moment, um, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd really value some ideas. That would be fantastic. Okay. Um, and I mean, I know personally that I'm, um, I'm, I'm, I'm a rubbish tourist. So I find that, you know, going on tours to external locations, uh, I feel more comfortable and safer because I, I meet I meet somebody at a tram stop or a train station, and then we kind of go on mass and we kind of visit somewhere. And, and I and I, I I really sort of appreciate that because if I was left to my own devices, I, I wouldn't get there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And in addition to that, often you get a you get a tour or a talk from from a specialist that you know if you were just on your own, you 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 wouldn't get. So. For example, I'm thinking about when we went to the Tingley Museum uh, to the Len Lai exhibition. You know, we were actually shown around um, the, the the tour by, by the curator, and it was it was a great experience. You know, it doesn't get much better than that. I mean, that's that's like a, a great personal sort of service and, and yeah. intimate, isn't it? Mm, yeah, it's brilliant. And so, obviously, this yeah. So the situation, you know, that we're currently in this kind of new normal. Um, it's kind of, you know, presented some challenges. So what have you, what have you had to do to kind of adapt? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, yeah, I mean, once the lockdown was in place, you know, um, yeah. myself and the board quickly started investigating, you know, how we could offer virtual events. And it just so happened that, you know, N- Nicholas, uh, the new president, uh, is very, very IT savvy. So he had all sorts of su- suggestions um, about how we could do that. Uh, we looked at options uh, based on quality versus cost. Um, and in, in the end, we, we decided to um, subscribe to a Centerpoint Zoom account. Brilliant. I mean, we're not saying that Zoom's, you know, the best thing out there. It was just really, uh, it was versus quality and cost, as I say. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I took over the role of, of managing that account. Okay, um, using an online calendar, so just to make sure that you know there's no clash uh, with groups, um, making sure that everybody has the opportunity, should they wish to join a group or um, have some Zoom time um, that was open to them. Okay. Uh, and it seems to have been really successful. Uh, people are connected. I've, I've had lots of positive feedback. Uh, I mean, I realise that you know. Um, Zoom isn't for everybody or, or any other, you know, uh, virtual platform. It's not not everybody, not all the members want to use it. But um, so far, yeah, we've definitely got some people who've never, ever used it in the, before. Uh, some of the even some of the leaders and uh, they've persevered. They, they, they've managed, they've used it and said, oh, oh, this is easier than we, than we thought it was going to be. So, um, yeah, it's it's been quite positive. 
Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd never even heard of it. And I, I know the sort of, you know, you've only got to sort of go along to the Friday virtual coffee mornings on Zoom. And, you know, and I remember sort of one morning, one of the attendees, um, she was upside down on the screen for the entirety of the coffee morning, which was hilarious. But she was there. Yes. And eventually, right at the end, we managed to get her the right way up, which was fantastic. But yes, but it was great because it's like, well, we're all kind of learning and trying out things and people can't get the sound to work. But then you find out and everyone's yeah. sharing. No, I, I, and, and the look on, on, on a person's face when they've connected, they can see yes. us, they, they can hear us, is actually, you know, quite, 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 quite great to see. Um, there was a, one of, you know, one of the conversation uh, group leaders who, who'd never used it before. And, you know, we had a few goes, we had a try to, to I tried to help her. But yeah. the joy of, of actually getting her connected and now being able to... Um, you know get 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 her students together she's she's really loving it so yeah that's a very positive um there's always a positive in a, in a, in some in, in something that's not always positive but yeah this is this has been good i think it's been a real challenge for in, in for, for lots of people in lots of ways and for centerpoint specifically because it was such a um a close-knit group and we're so used to the uh, the seeing each other physically on the premises <laughs> or uh, at events so this has been a real challenge. I know sort of Kate's mantra will be, you know, keeping Centrepoint alive. And I think it's, I think it's awesome that, you know, we've managed to, you know, do Zooms, we've got podcasts, you know, yeah. we're, we're still doing our utmost to try and keep connected and, and keep people alert that you know, we're here. Yeah, I, I, you're right. And I think also in the future, when we eventually will be able to meet, maybe we can still have Zoom and that can just build capacity for groups that... You know, um, I mean, there's only so much, so many groups can meet in the calendar. We can just got to look at the Senate point calendar to see how full it is. But, you know, we may well continue to, to meet virtually for some groups. Yeah, that'd be great. Because I know there's a few people maybe who live a little bit further out. I mean, I know no yeah. one far away in Basel. But, yeah, mm -hmm. people can, you know, they can, you know, there's a group of people who can, who can do a virtual coffee morning because they live a little bit far out. Or the weather's, yeah. not, the weather's not great in the winter and they think, well, we can still have a coffee morning, but, you know, don't have to go out in the snow. Yeah, or, or conversation groups are always very popular. You know, maybe some conversation groups, they can't get onto the calendar. Sure. They could meet uh, virtually as well. Yeah, and I think it also it maybe um, it opens up. Yeah, like you say with the calendar and what we're kind of you know, we have our sort of our opening hours when Centrepoint is physically open and available to people. But there might be opportunity if you know there's a conversation group leader who wants to do lead a German or English uh, conversation <laughs> group. But it could be of an evening. But then of course they could do it virtually. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And so, how, so how much is sort of happening at the moment? You know, kind of. Yeah, what, what is currently going on? So we sort of talked about um, Coffee Morning and a little bit about conversation groups. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've currently got 14 conversation groups going on, which is great wow. each week. Uh, we've got English at all levels of ability and German also different abilities. We've got Spanish, French and Italian going on. Um, some of the groups are meeting. Uh, we've got uh, modelling, thin raft riders, hooks and needles are also meeting. Yeah. Uh, I know that some people are meeting using Skype, which is, you know, was fine. Yeah. Uh, there are some groups, obviously, like Bridge and Mahjong, who can't meet at the moment. Um, yeah. But I think some of them are just having a coffee uh, group together, you know, just being social. Perhaps they can't play the game, but, you know, they're meeting together. 
Um, we're having at least one tour of the week. Yeah. Um, we've had a My Place. We've got another My Place coming. Um, you've already mentioned Coffee Morning and Cafe of Deutsch. We had a virtual apero. Uh, and we've also had, um, we've started uh, something that's kind of a little of a spin-off from My Place called Traveller's Tales. Okay. Um, so we've already had uh, New Zealand tra- Traveller's Tales and uh, we've got another one coming up soon uh, as well so yeah lots of lots of lots of things actually happening at the moment i mean that's i mean it's bonkers i mean it's great to think that we're in this kind of current situation but it's still <laughs> you are busy <laughs> yeah yeah I, i'm keeping busy <laughs> <laughs> and so um so and the kind of planned external we had, there was a few things i know in the calendar that were planned externally they're either cancelled with no date or postponed, but no date or there is a date. What's the status? Um, so they are, they're, they're, they're all postponed. I, I don't think, I, I don't like to say I was cancelled anything. They're postponed. They're already there. Yeah. And we're just waiting really for the, you know, the next announcement. I mean, I, I understand there's an announcement coming tomorrow, but soon-ish. Yeah. Uh, in terms of how many people can meet, that will make a difference. Um, once we know that we can uh, plan plan ahead Um, I'll contact um, whoever you know the 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 trips that were were planned and and propose some dates for the future Uh, quite a lot of the places uh, quite rightly cancelled said they just couldn't accommodate us uh, due to government restrictions so yeah, I'll be I'll be relooking again to see you know what we can, what we can. I mean, I'm I'm sort of hoping that September October time we can really get going with some some more some more trips. Um, it does take a while to get those trips up and going because we advertise in, in Horizon and yeah, that yeah. thing you know. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, keep looking at. I mean. Things that are happening in the next few weeks, we're advertising a lot and weekly briefing. But you know, in the future, in Horizon, we'll we'll get things going again. I, I'm I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just you know, obviously, you know, we're we're doing as we're kind of instructed to do via the sort of the government instructions and kind of what they say does dictate. And obviously, you know, it's it's I know you know if there are all planned events like a. a or a tour of a venue you know they'll be just as keen as we you know to, to host mm. we are to attend won't they <laughs> absolutely you are absolutely right yeah they they really will be so um yeah we might have a little bit of a flush in september of uh of, of trip of trips going on yeah yeah, yeah. and that does and it does take time doesn't it because obviously you know fitting it into our calendar their calendar and, and and finding a suitable time for people to go and yeah, yeah, it does take a, 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 it does take a few a few months to uh, to organise a trip. Really, in reality, just to meet the deadline for the for Hor- the Horizon magazine. And uh, but yeah, it will they'll be coming. And I think it was interesting because um, the restrictions have been released. You know, my wife and I have been out. Um, we went, you know, last week to, to a restaurant for a meal, and it was they did it very very well. We were sort of on a veranda, so we were outside anyway. But they had screens, and the way they kind of. Pre- did the food and the masks they had on it was really really re- well planned and and uh it, the manager guy sort of said oh you know thank you very much for coming and and, and our sort of thoughts were you know we're, we're being as careful as we can but it's kind of if, if we want that restaurant or those shops to be there in the future we've kind of got to be safe but also we've got to kind of patronize those places yeah 
order for them to exist. And it's a bit like, you know, the, the center point needs to be patronized so that it keeps existing, but also the, the events that you're planning in, we need to kind of, you know, not be afraid to attend when, when the, when the rules are released, it's like, okay, well, we can, you know, if people want to wear a mask in, in September, October, then that's okay too, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, quite a few of the places that we visit, uh, like the, I think the Tierheim, you know, they're, they're charities and actually, you know, they 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 really survive on on donations that we we give them for for yeah. the visit. So, absolutely, uh, yeah, it is. Uh, we are obviously we we do have to be careful and 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 say stay safe. But yeah, we also have to you know get out there and and support them too. And obviously, you know, you mentioned you know you're you're kind of you know the the activities coordinator, and and you mentioned under this umbrella these um these other areas. So. Mm. Uh, do you, uh, what's the status there? Do you, uh, is, is all the kind of positions covered or are there some awesome opportunities for people to get involved? Oh, there's some fantastic opportunities for people to join the activities team. Um, we've got, so, so the current, current uh, vacancies um, is for a TRIPS coordinator. So they would work closely with myself and with TRIP organisers. Okay. Um, to um, manage trips, um, I mean, meet with the other organisers uh, to discuss, you know, which trip, um, who's going to plan which trip. What, what we tend to do is um, we decide on a trip and it's often uh, a trip that you personally would like to or interested in and would like to follow through with it and then actually attend. And it, it, with, when we do that and if we have a team of those people, yeah. often you're only you know, um, organising a trip once every three months or, or, or four months, you know, yeah, yeah, okay. part of the team, yeah. So so that that's something that we have. Um, okay. There's also um, a talks coordinator. Again, it's uh, talks um, in the past always took place in, in Centre Point and, and will do again. Yeah. Um, and it's to get, get some ideas, research some ideas for possible speaker, uh, and then manage uh, the emails for applications and then and then just be there to to be the host really for the evening at, at center point uh, that's another thing we've got a, a position for a group coordinator um, that's the person who liaises with the group leaders um, via email sets up new groups just checks that the leaders have got everything they 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 need that's not to be confused with the conversation groups because we have two leaders who do a fantastic job yeah. of, of doing the same with conversation uh, group leaders um and then also um we have special events um going on um things like um hopefully in the future a summer party or we've had a halloween party yeah kind of thing so somebody who's a special events coordinator, and so that would be something that would, you know, happen once every six months. Um, they would have admin support because that involves quite a lot of emails coming in for applications, you know, places. Um, but yeah, that's a great, great event. Um, uh, sometimes it happens, in, it's, it's center point. Um, sometimes we've thought in the past, about you know doing doing some sort of event all together so you may well have seen that we thought about um doing the summer rhyme uh boat but unfortunately that's been postponed but you know that's a sort of big event yeah um and 
finally uh, a coffee morning team coordinator um, that's just to manage the coffee morning rota making sure that we have uh, we've got some very dedicated um, helpers volunteers at the coffee mornings just to make sure that, that they'll be there to manage sure. that uh, you know, and, and some of these roles, I've got to say, I would only need one, two hours of volunteer time um, a week or if, if less. Um, some of them obviously would need more more commitment. Um, and it would just depend on. So for a trip, sometimes you're busy doing more because the trip's coming up. Uh, other times you're just doing the research um so there's, there's not a lot to do so you know it's it and and it's a very flexible um position the positions are flexible we're all volunteers you know but you could do something in the evening um if it suits you not because not everybody can you know some people work not everybody's are, are is available during the day and i realize that yeah, I, I think that's people sort of, I think, feel maybe a bit, oh, you know, I can't do that because I do this. And it's actually because we're we're all volunteers and we all have, you know, holidays. And we've all got family and we've sure. all got other commitments. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but, you know, as I'm trying to say that having a team of people. Yeah. So we can share the responsibility, really, uh, and offered, you know, varied activities to the members. I think, you know, getting other people on board with their own ideas just adds to the variety of, of activities that we can offer really yeah totally i think yeah the, you know the, the adage of many hands make light work and yeah. it's is so you know important and crucial at center point and i also think that, that what's great is that there's there's such a core group of um i would say seasoned veterans that anybody sort of who's interested in and in sort of putting their toe in the water and, and, and contributing you know that the support network around that is is immense isn't it Absolutely. Yeah. There are yeah, plenty of people who helped me along the way, um, you know, because without a doubt, there are, you know, it's, it's change and new things, but there's always somebody to support you and help you and who's done who've done the jobs before, actually, that you can you can call on. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because I know you mentioned like the summer party. I know, I know from you know, past experience that there are there are lists and plans and SOPs for for how to sort of put one of these events on you know contact lists for food and music yeah. and so there's almost like a how-to you just need the person to kind of go right you know here's the list and you know you know run with it you know yeah yeah absolutely we, you know we've got lots of experience for um, doing events I mean the Afro team are fantastic um led by Walter he he's he's brilliant um he, he knows exactly what he's doing you know he's, he's got it off to a tee and 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 um you know, some of the some of the the other um, positions are are filled. So there's there's you know there's there's a whole team there to to fall back on really. Well, it's, I mean, it's, it sounds brilliant. I mean, I I can't believe how much you know it, it, after all these weeks what what's been going on in in the, in the background. I think it's a testament to to, to the volunteers of Centrepoint that um, everyone's sort of throwing themselves in and and putting that extra effort into to keep things going i mean we could have just kind of sat back and gone okay well we'll see each other in you know however many months and hopefully it'll all come together but yeah it's amazing i think you know i mean you know well well done you uh, well well i i think it's not just me it's a whole <laughs> team i've got to say and and actually that that i've loved connecting people i think it's been so good for 
everybody's well-being actually so you know maybe I've just sort of managed it but actually the whole team out there are, are the are, are the ones doing it you know they're, they're you know the, the the group leaders um you know they, they're all still uh, meeting people even if it is just for a coffee we are seeing each other's faces on zoom so yeah it's 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 good it is good i think you know seeing those familiar faces you know now that i know we're allowed out a little bit more now but we're still kind of keeping ourselves to ourselves when we're outside but i think yeah seeing those familiar faces even if it's on a little screen you know <laughs> it mean, means the world doesn't it yeah yeah no it is it's it's good it's important well thank you heather for uh, sparing the time today i know you've had a long afternoon with it with a couple of hours in a board meeting then straight into a, a podcast with me but I, I really appreciate it and i think um yeah the, the activities team are doing a sterling job um historically center point has always uh, put on a, a good show when we've had talks and presenters and tours and and, and visits to places that normally we'd never even get a, a normal person would get access to so i think yeah that I'm not surprised that activities has come out as so important to the membership. Yeah. Which is why there's so much effort being put into it. Oh, well, thank you. You're more than welcome. And thank you for um, giving me a little bit of time to, to talk about the activities role. A pleasure. Well, you can now go and have a cup of tea and put your feet up because I think that's the end of your you know job for today. Well, no, it's not. We've got to talk tonight, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what is it tonight? Remind remind us what it is tonight. Well, we've we've got the um, the movie maker. Um, so we've got Clara who is starting a movie maker group, and oh. she's doing a talk about um, beyond the camera. So she's talking about her role as a film director. It's going to be very interesting. Fascinating. Well, I hope that goes very, very well. And if uh, podcasters um, who may attend that tonight will then listen to the podcast afterwards. So, you know, brilliant. Well, thanks a lot, Heather. Enjoy the afternoon and good luck tonight. You're, you're welcome. Thanks, John. See ya. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Hello and welcome to episode three of the Centrepoint Basel podcast. Uh, this is called The Results Show. Um, it's probably going to be a little bit um, of a, a, a staticky kind of figure-based uh, podcast. You know, it's not that much excitement because it's just like yeses and nos and abstentions. But it is really important as part of Centerpoint's uh, existence, and, and it's a really important part of the of the year where we where the Centerpoint members get a chance to vote on a variety of subjects, which I will come to shortly. Uh, the whole point of this podcast is uh, something that Kate Watson, our previous president, said about keeping Centrepoint alive during this situation where physically our premises are closed. And so um, the board, all the volunteers are doing a huge amount to, to keep Centrepoint going and doing as much as we can virtually um, because we can't meet physically. So uh, many uh, different parts of the organisation are doing uh, pod, uh, Zoom sessions, uh, language groups, hooks and needles, uh, the board meetings, coffee morning. So the podcast is actually an addition to what we already are doing. Um, this one's the results show. This is, this is uh, about the uh, postal vote. So hopefully you would have all received an email or um, uh, something through the post with the results of the voting, which uh, the email came out um, on Monday. So this is kind of maybe old information. So you probably know all the results already, but we felt it was really important just to give another opportunity um, for you to hear maybe a little bit more detail about how the voting went. So 
it is my absolute pleasure to introduce uh, Marina. Are you there? Yes, John. Good morning. Morning. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you. Excellent. You're coming all the way from uh, the um, Bruderholz and your kitchen. Is that right? Exactly. With my coffee. With your coffee. Good. I, was, I meant to say before we kind of started, make sure you've got something to uh, uh, you know, have a drinky of something because otherwise you, know, you can get a bit dry. Yes, I thought so. Talking with you, yes. <laughs> now, so you've sort of cleared out the kitchen, the dog is outside, is that right? That's right, yes. <laughs> how, how are you coping with the, with the isolation with, with a house full? You know, um, uh, in, I have tried to continue with my normal day to day. Yeah. Um, now I have to cook more, cook, because uh, we are now four. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, you know, at the beginning, I didn't know what to cook. Okay. But then, because uh, I was not used to. So, I make my plan. Okay. And then, on weekends, then, it's my husband is cooking. for. The oh, whole... really? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's also, it's good. So, now I'm doing, uh, for example, last week I was painting. Oh. Yes. You well, know. Like the house or like a, a nice painting, you know? Yeah, no, the house. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, a part of the house. Okay. So I have to do something, you know, to maintain it because uh, I have to stop my um, studies. You yes. remember? Yes. That's why, you know, I have to do something also. Now, actually, yes, I'm glad you mentioned your studies. Um, yeah, so what can you just, you know, for the, for the listeners who are going to listen to this, you know, what, what is it you're studying at the moment, Marina? Uh, I was um, studying the uh, interpretation uh, German and Spanish. Okay. So, um, but in in, in three direction, uh, culture, culture, yeah, education and immigration. Okay. I can interpret people. You know, if they have to uh, deal um, with um, subjects with immigration or education or, or culture yes okay uh, does, does that involve oh, i know we're slightly going off topic but i'm just interested um it, does that mean you could do into like to be an interpreter so you could do live interpretation or is it different from that it says it's different because it's like uh, three people involved three people okay it's involved um a person from for example from the education a, a teacher yep myself and yep. a who needs my uh, needs to be to needs the translation? Okay. Oh, cool. Person who doesn't know the uh, German for some. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Excellent. I think that's brilliant. I mean, I know that's why you've been. Um, we haven't seen seen you at Centerpoint um, <laughs> quite as frequently as you were. I mean, obviously, you were there a lot when you were the previous um, treasurer. Um, and um, but yeah, obviously this is keeping you very busy. So are you able? Is that sort of paused now? Because it's because um, you have to do practical work, I presume. Yes, that's true. Okay. Exactly. Well, you know, I was happy to help Centerpoint behind the scenes. So when uh, the board asked me about this um, to take over the the voting um, count, yeah, yes, I you know I like it. You know, I like to help Centerpoint. Well, that's great. Well, that kind of leads us in. So I guess we'll, we'll kind of get down to the, to the nitty gritty of, of, the, um, of the voting. So um, I understand uh, that there was a deadline, which was the 17th of um, April, um, and that included any um, uh, postal votes had to be franked by that date. Yeah. Um, and how many um, votes in total did we get? 
Okay, so when I receive the um, database membership, we actually, we have, so CentralPoint, not me. Yeah. <laughs> CentralPoint have 526 memberships. Yep. That means um, it's not the total, you know, it's per family. Yeah, per know? household. Yeah, sure. Okay. So uh, from that total, we receive uh, from, um, by email or by e form yes 48 voting forms okay and then two voting form by post okay so and the rest yes i think that's a normal um average because normally um in an agm um the attendant is about 50 members yes yeah I was, um, actually, I was waiting for 50 members. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I think, I, think, I think, yeah, both of us have experienced many um, SensePoint AGMs. And I would say 50 is, yeah, it, that, that's pretty much spot yeah. on for the attendance um, to a normal AGM. So that, okay, well, that, that kind of fits, that fits well. So um, now obviously the first, the kind of the first vote was, was to approve you as the vote counter. So that was, uh, um that was uh, yes, the fifty because um, in my case I didn't vote here at home. Okay. My, my husband uh, took over the the votation, so so it was fifty votes. That was fine. I was very happy. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, so I think so with the board. I think you know having a, you know a fifth full on fifty with uh, no nos and no abstentions meant the process could begin properly. So um, I think that you know well, well done to everyone for voting for you and congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so then, um, yes, yeah, so okay, if we move on then to uh, I said the, the first item after sort of voting. So everything we're doing, just to clarify to our members who maybe have not been to an AGM and also to people who are not Centerpoint members, the order that we do things is exactly the same. So the order that we've done this is exactly the same as it would be at a live AGM with, with physically there, right? Yes, that's true. It was the same, yes. Yeah, so the, 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 the vote counter would be physically voted for at the AGM and then they get the pleasure of counting how many hands are up in the air. And, um, exactly. Okay, so we've had, we've had virtual hands up in the air. So um, the next item on the agenda then um, was the approval of the, the annual general meeting, AGM, um, minutes from 2019. So how did that vote go? That also was a 50 yes vote. Yep. Uh, so it was fine, yes. Excellent. So these minutes uh, um, are produced on the night, um, usually by the uh, Centrepoint Secretary, and they, they are then published um, at a later date. I think it, they have to be published, I think, within, I think, 12 months. I don't know. Is that, I don't know. That, that, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think it's within, we, have, we give ourselves a 12-month window. Obviously, they get produced much sooner than that. They become available on the website. Um, but yeah, so then obviously prior to the, to the voting, whether a physical AGM or in this case, the postal AGM, uh, all this information was sent out in advance. So people could actually read these, have access to these minutes, which they can yes. and approve them. So that's, that was also good. So the, everything that happened in 2019, uh, was rec rec recorded well, and, uh, that was approved, which was brilliant. Um, moving on then to the approval of the 2019 financial report. Mm -hmm. Now this one's a bit deeper, isn't it? This 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 involves. Um, I know it involves you as you as the previous treasurer. There's there's a lot more work involved around this, isn't there? Yes, that's true. So um, here in this uh, question, we have one abstain. Okay. 
So um, I think it does also is normal. Not yeah. the um, members are, um, uh, they are quite happy with uh, how some, uh, the accountant is, is, do, is not doing, but uh, is taking, how you can I say, some words maybe are not familiar for some people. Sure, okay. So, Financial words. Yes, words and yes. And, but that's, that's okay. It's one abstention and then 49 yes votes. Okay, so that's that's carried. Um, and uh, the the obviously the, the accounting is done by by the treasurer, but then um, uh, we have uh, external auditors. Is that right? Yes, we have um, not external auditor because uh, they are also members. Oh, okay. Sorry, that's, but that's, that's, they that's, are. But you know, but they are working on that area, so yeah. they are also they are very professional. So uh, yes, we have these. Uh, we call we could call. Um, revisors or maybe yes okay okay so that's the difference then so an external auditor would be like a uh, sort of a separate company we would pay to audit the books but actually well, we use people that we know that are known to center point and have done this before um, yes. and they and they carry out basically a check on the accounting and the receipts and how we can how we sort of manage our finance the the center point uh, finances yes that's true so they are members and i think that's also important that um, members are involved in our um, in our aud auditors, you know, in our audit. Yeah, and, yeah, I think in our finances, because I know that um, uh, that we have a lot of um, people have uh, read only access, so they can't touch the figures. But they, we have a lot of transparency mm -hmm. for um, for our members who can access and see the money that is coming in and going out, don't we? Yes, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Okay, so we had, we had a good solid 2019, which, which was great. Mm -hmm. um, I know the actual figures will be produced in the annual report, which I believe will be going out in, uh, or has gone out in Horizon. Yes, I think this, yeah, I've seen Horizon this week. Okay. And there uh, is there, yes. Yeah, the annual report's in there, so the, the sort of the, 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 the data, the raw data from the actual um, 2019 is, is in there, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And then sticking with sticking with finances, um, then we have to um, obviously get approval of the 2020 budget. Um, so this is how we're going to, uh, I guess, control the money for the for 2020 and what our expenditures are going to be. I know there are things like fixed costs which we have no control over, and then there are other things which are flexible. Is that right? That's right. That's true. So a fixed cost would be what? Something like rent, the rent for the premises? That will be the, the, the rent. Yeah. That will be the energy, you know, the yeah. electricity. Yeah. So um, our cost for the membership, you know, because uh, we have the, um, the uh, all these, how we, have, we can manage the membership database. We have to, yeah. is, um, um, how you call it, the... Um, Oh, the software. The software, yes. Those yeah. are fixed, and that's the, all the things that maintains the organization. Sure, sure. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, and then obviously there was, uh, uh, I think what, there is also people have to approve um, things that we're going to spend on. Now, um, as far as I can remember, I believe that there, there were some plans to spend some money on the facilities at, at Centrepoint, but I think it was decided that, you know, because of the situation at the moment that we would we would kind of pause on that. I know you might not know the detail of this either, but I think just anecdotally, I'm pretty sure that we decided that, yeah, certain things that we were going to spend money on, we decided not to just until we 
you know, we can ascertain what the situation is like when we're back up and running in the, in the future. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think the board will will look at it in detail. Yeah. So, um, yes, so we cannot uh, go further. <laughs> no, no, uh, yeah, that, that makes sense. So, so the approval of the 2020 budget, how, how did that go? So that uh, was one abstain vote also. Okay. And the rest was a yes vote. Excellent. Good. Mm-hmm. That's very good. It's looking, it's looking very well, isn't it? Yeah, that's very good, yes. <laughs> it's going very smoothly, which I have to say, um, of all the AGS I've been to physically, um, uh, this process, yes, is a bit mundane. And, and, and I think people are often you know, keen to um, get through this part, to get to the APRO. But it's so critical and so essential. And, it, and it's obviously, it's, for Centrepoint members, it is their opportunity to you know, have their say and, and cast their vote on, on sort of big decisions for, for the organization, isn't it? That's true, yes. And I think also it's important, um, you know, people, they are members and they uh, belong to Centerpoint and they don't have to, uh, they, if they have questions, they have to go to the board and ask, you know. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think, and I think also an AGM, I think the bit that we've probably missed out on this year, and that's, you know, through nobody's fault, is that, you know, often people feel sometimes more comfortable asking a question uh, in, a, in that environment because there are kind of more people there to sort of maybe, you know, second it or, or, or kind of challenge it and, it. and it becomes, you know, we can have some really good debates about decisions and, and quite rightly so. Um, but then equally, I think some people prefer... You know, I, having, you know, you've, you've experienced the AGMs that sometimes people are not comfortable asking a question in front of a, a big group and will often at the APRO will ask, will kind of follow yeah. you and sort of ask a question, their, their own question they're passionate about, but more on a one-to-one basis. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Some people are like that or some, some people likes to write. So they send yeah. emails. So it's always yeah. good, you know, because then they receive an answer also. Yeah, yeah, I think that's important to say that, you know, we, we aim to, you know, we're a very transparent, open organisation and everyone has an opportunity to, you know, suggestions, ideas, um, concerns, you know, we're, we're very open to, to that form of contact. Yes. Okay, so on to uh, the bit that kind of, um, you know, I suppose involved me, uh, which is the, um, the discharge of the 2019 governing board. So for those people who don't know what kind of that means is that the governing board each year effectively is kind of, yeah, it has to be discharged, even if they're going to restand uh, for the for the the same position or a new position. So it's kind of like we all get fired. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, you shows from the beginning that you will you, for example, you were part of the board. Yes. So you decided that at your house you will vote. So when you go to that question, you have to abstain. Correct. So um, so we have there eight. Abstain both, but yeah. coming from the person from the board from the 2019. Yeah. Okay. So basically, I yeah, I'm 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 I am unable to fire myself. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, you know, for those of you people who don't know, uh, Centerpoint members or non or non members, that I had chosen to step down um, from my role as PR this year. So um, it was sort of fairly common knowledge that I was just you know. You know I had other things to do outside of um, the board. I'm still volunteering at Centrepoint, but yeah, decided to step down. So yeah, that was, uh, so the discharge. So we had eight abstentions and so that meant 42 agree. Yeah. Any, any, any no's? Any no's? Uh, no, no no's, yes. No no's. <laughs> no no's. <laughs> no no's. 
<laughs> okay, well, that's, you know, I mean, that kind of, you know, that, so that obviously meant myself and I think uh, Kate, obviously, and Marianne um, uh, have all stepped down yes. through, that, through that discharge. Um, and then we come on to the exciting bit, which is, which is brilliant, which is kind of the, the future, I guess. You know, a lot of this voting, you know, some of it's about the past, as in the previous financial report, and then the future about the 2020 budget, and then the past, which is the old board. And now we're coming to the election of the 2020 governing board. Yes. And um, hopefully everyone has listened, or many people have listened to the um, interview with uh, I did with Nicholas uh, Weber, um, who was the presidential candidate. Um, and... Yeah, did you, do you want to kind of just announce how that went? Okay, yes. So we have here uh, four abstain. Yeah. And then uh, any, any no votes and 46 yes votes. So Centerpoint is hugely privileged and proud and thrilled to uh, announce that sort of Nicholas Weber has become the new Centerpoint president. Yes, that's true. Woohoo! But yeah, that's right. Congratulations, Nicholas. Well done, Nicholas. I think that is brilliant. I think um, the kind of his story about how he kind of saw the article in Horizon that, you know, the interview that Kate and I did about being president and being, me being the previous president obviously struck a note. And uh, he kind of came forward and said, you know, he was curious about the role. And then he spoke to Kate, obviously. And he, you, yeah, you, when did you speak to him? Uh, I uh, spoke to him. I joined a group where he was offering like an instruction how to use Zoom. Oh, okay, yeah, the, yeah, okay. Yeah, so, uh, yes, I met him there. Uh, it was very, um, I think it's uh, very professional and digital. Yeah. Um, I think we will have to know Nicolas, uh, you know, in the following months after this uh, pandemic goes out. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit tricky, isn't it? Because yes. He's been a member for three years, um, uh, but he's not a sort of a known face amongst a membership, although that doesn't seem to have stopped that, you know, the, the voting has, has put him in, which is brilliant. Mm -hmm. um, and having yeah, spent time with him uh, and then, you know, been at sort of my, my you know, uh, meetings and Zoom coffee mornings, um, I think I think having a, a, a Basler as a president um, is brilliant, just yeah. brilliant. It's, some, it's something different from the 2020. <laughs> yes, it is. It's, you know, the, the year hasn't started off that brilliantly, but I think uh, uh, this is a piece of really great news, you know, that we've got a, a new president um, who can sort of continue the, the work that Kate has done and also, you know, on the particularly on sort of delivering the strategy work that's been done over the last 12 months, um, but also representing us as a, a, the centre point as an organisation, but being Swiss, I think, is is mega. Yes, it's brilliant, yes. So that's great. So, um, yeah, I think everyone who passed on their congratulations. Well, I uh, think the members, they have to be also, um, how you call it, secure, because um, Centerpoint has been running transparent, yeah. very structured. You know, all these, uh, the board have been doing a very good job. So um, it's still very transparent, Centerpoint, and he's taking over a very good um, association, you know. Yeah, yeah, I think I think he's um, you know sort of quite proud and, and chuffed to use a, a British term to be sort of taking over this 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 you know 
we'll be celebrating hopefully next year. We'll be, you know, we'll, we'll be open again properly for <laughs> 25 years of Centrepoint next year. Yeah, um, there'll be a double, a double celebration of being, you know, let out of our houses, etc. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I think, and also I just, I think um, I take this opportunity to thank, you know, the outgoing president, Kate. Yes. She's done a remarkable job. Mm-hmm, totally. So um, I think, yeah, we should also do something for Kate. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she won't want to do anything too glamorous. I don't think, I don't think she, 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 she doesn't, she, she doesn't like to be the focus of attention. Not like me, you know, um, I like to, I, I'm quite happy. Hence I'm doing these podcasts, but you know, Kate works diligently and quietly, um, yeah, and I know she doesn't really enjoy, you know, doing the, the coffee morning announcements at Centre Point. And, but yeah, I think you're right, Marina. I think we should, you know, yes. su- surprise her with something. So I'm sure that'll be something we can look forward to uh, in the future. I don't know. Kate, you know, if you're listening, you're not going to get away with a, a, a quiet exit. <laughs> no, 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 no. That was not meant to be like that. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, so we've got a new prez, which is, which is fantastic. And then moving on then to... Um, uh, the treasure. So Iwana, and I'm going to go for it. Konstantinescu. Yes. Exactly. I, I, don't, I don't know if I've, I'm hoping I've said that right. She'll kill me I if I have. I think it's Konstantinescu. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, close. I think you said it much better. Um, so Iwana brilliantly um, kind of, you know, re-stood herself up to be for the treasurer. So how did the voting go with that? So it was uh, to abstain. Okay. So um, it's also it's one abstain from herself. Yes. And then another one, but it's it's fine. It's okay also. Okay. So that so that left um, any any no's no no's no no's. <laughs> Forty eight agreed. Okay. 48. That's that. Iwana continues her brilliant work as the center point treasurer. And for those of you who don't know, she also works eighty percent, um, and also she is part of a guga. So. When it comes around to like January, February, March, when we has to, she has to prepare uh, the, the financial figures for the AGM, she is also having to rehearse heavily for uh, Fasnacht, and she is also working eighty percent. So I don't know how she does it, but yeah. I, it's brilliant that she has uh, decided to continue um, being the treasurer, which is yeah. great. That's good. <laughs> and then we move on to uh, secretary. So Amanda has also restood. How did that go? Yes, also is uh, to abstain. Yeah, okay. And, and uh, no, no, no votes. Okay. 48 yes votes. Which is also brilliant. So Amanda has, uh, is, is, yeah, she's part of a long line of amazing centre point secretaries. I have to say, I, yeah, I think secretary is the toughest job. I mean, yeah. treasurer, treasurer, all you need is a calculator and doing some numbers. But I think the secretary—no offense, Marina. No, I think I think uh, the the three uh, roles are very—they uh, have their own uh, specification. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I think uh, secretary, she has to deal with a lot of documents, uh, the security uh, for the all the um, the board members. So it's a lot the intro the introduction how you induction, uh, so it's a lot of work, paperwork. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I agree. I think the secretary, you know, being sat at board meetings, um, a lot of tasks and emails and stuff gets sent straight to the secretary's, you know, yes. job list. So, um, so that's great. So, Amanda, congratulations to Amanda and Iwana yeah. for restanding, and you're you know both doing a, a really great job. Um, 
And then uh, we have uh, Iwana um, also is um, the way we operate in, at Centrepoint is that we don't have a separate vice president. This is like a job share. So I Iwana also um, uh, was voted uh, to be the vice president as well in the absence of uh, the president. Um, and how, how was that? that? That was also two abstain votes. Okay. And then uh, 48 yes votes. So yes, that was good also. That was very good also. And I'm going to, if you, I'm rustling some paper now as I tick off my list what we've done so I don't miss anything. Very old fashioned. I've printed this off. Now, now I am doing big ticks like that. So um, we would normally then at the AGM, so I'll, I'll, I'll do this bit as well, is that um, we would introduce the governing board with a lovely slide on, on, the, on, on the wall. Um, so the president, uh, Nicholas. Uh, Weber and Treasurer and Vice President Ioana Constantinescu mm -hmm. <laughs> and Secretary Amanda Russell. Um, and then, so in addition to that, we have a, a leadership team yes. which uh, comprises of four positions. So this is a slight change based on the strategy work that's gone on um, over the last 12 months or more. Um, mm -hmm. so currently enrolled. Uh, we have uh, Heather Hill. Um, she's in activities coordinator. Mm -hmm. And Heather's been working, I don't know if you know, but well, you must know, but, um, Heather's been working extremely hard behind the scenes in this weird time, uh, doing her very best to still um, plan in activities in the future, pending the situation. So it's not like we're, she, Heather is sitting back and thinking, oh, there's nothing we can do. Actually, she's working really hard, um, actually, and also helped organise your My Place. That's true, yes. No, even she, she's doing a lot. She's yeah. involved in a lot of activities. She's helping a lot of coordinator from the activity to uh, try to, um, for example, the Zoom. You know, not all the people know how it works. Yeah, yeah. So she's uh, the host. She's doing, so she's always behind there and helping. Yeah, yeah. so those of you who don't know Heather, you will soon see her running around like a crazy person um at center point when we're, when we're <laughs> open but it's great to have heather um as the activities coordinator um we have the members coordinator who is evelyn evelyn vice is that right am i saying that right vice uh, vice yeah i think so yes it's yeah, w. yeah she's swiss so i think it's that's vice i think that's right mm. um so she's been um looking after membership for the last uh, year the last i guess year, yes because uh, she um she stepped in on the board last year. That's right. It was last year, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So she's been, uh, so she's um, continuing. So she'll be uh, the membership coordinator. Mm -hmm. And then we have two vacancies, which is the communications coordinator and the volunteer coordinator. So um, Centerpoint members, uh, if, you, if you think you can, you're even remotely interested, um, it's safe and okay to ask questions about these roles. It doesn't mean you are committing yourself to these roles. Um, I know there is a tendency that anybody who sort of steps forward, um, we leap on them, wrestle them to the ground and make sure they do some <laughs> volunteering. Mm -hmm. um, but, I, you know, all joking aside, it's, it's OK if you're curious to yeah. come forward, speak to anybody on the board, uh, speak to um, Nicholas, speak to Iwana, Kate, speak to anyone really. Who, yes. even, you know, um, speak to me. I'm not on the board anymore. But if you're curious please come forward because, you know, the sooner we get these, this communications coordinator role filled and the volunteer coordinator filled, that means, you know, the other people don't have to wear so many hats. Exactly. Uh, so, just... when, so when you said communications, 
So we yeah. under communication, how many people are in, in communication? So how many um, coordinators are in communication, for example? Um, I, that's, a, that's a very good question. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think um, you have um, something like, so like um, Trixie, who's, uh, who's taken over from me as PR, that would report into communications. Mm. I think you would probably have newsletter reporting into communications. You would have uh, social media, the website. Mm -hmm. um, the roles, the, these roles are much more strategic. So they're, they're about, you know, what we're looking for is kind of, you know, people who like to do things who are kind of proactive, but also thinkers, you know, so who have got ideas. So that um, means if a person comes, comes to join the communication, for example, as a, in the board, she, this person will have already a lot of people who will help her in a way. She's, oh yes, I mean the, the team not is not alone. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's a really good point. Actually, I can see what you're saying. Is that um, yeah, the the, the 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 warm bodies, the people are already there doing um, the, the sort of the compartmentalized areas. So somebody's doing web, and I think we're was getting maybe making some progress with social media. PR is in place. Horizon is in place. So mm -hmm. it's not like this. They have to kind of create their own team. Obviously, they can improve and adapt and put their own mark on it. Um, but yeah, you're right. That, that there's a there's a team already already there, mm -hmm. um, which I think is a big bonus. So that that makes life a lot easier. Yes, um, I think that's very good that people should know that that they will not be you know alone there. Yeah. So it's I think it's something that is new people that can bring new ideas, maybe new strategies. Yeah. So um, yes. Okay. No, so that's a really good point. Uh, the volunteer coordinator—that's that's quite an interesting one. So, I, so historically, we—I I used to be the volunteer coordinator um, on the board with another um, ex-member now, and uh, th that role was very different. That was we sort of did we did do inductions for new volunteers coming on, but it felt like it, myself and this other um, member, um, Claudia, I think her name was. Mm -hmm. um we were sort of it felt like we were solely responsible for finding volunteers for every department and that was really really hard work but mm -hmm. this is a very different role the volunteer coordinator is is kind of the the spokesperson it's it represents our most important asset which are our volunteers so the the role has changed from what it was five years ago um and it is about because each area is kind of responsible for trying to get volunteers to help out in their own area. So, but this is about having the volunteer community, which is about 130 volunteers in Centre Point now, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. Is about having that voice. I think you know yes. that's how I see it. Yeah, I think that's an important role. Um, I think it was um, specified, clarified in this uh, May Horizon. Yeah. Yes, but uh, I think people should um, feel free to ask questions, send emails. So then, or maybe it will be an, a good idea after, you know, to have like a meeting to know what that roles mean. So. Yeah, 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 I think you're right. And I think it's important also to say that the reason we have these new roles, these activities, communications, members and volunteers, that has been driven and chosen by the membership this is the information that came from the survey that was sent out, the, the attendance to the strategy meetings. So this is not like the board have decided that these are the four areas of importance. This is what's been decided by the membership as the key important areas that need that require focus. Yes, that's a good good point. That's true. Um, okay. Well, I mean, I think that uh, that's great that we've got. You know, we've we've kind of we've got we've got a 
a functioning governing board, which is great, with a couple of vacancies, mm-hmm. um, which hopefully will be filled in the not too distant future. Um, yes. Yeah. We, I think it's, um, we've, we've got a, a date for the proposed date for the March AGM. Is that right? Um, I don't know that yet. I may, yes, you know, I'm not on the board. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forget. <laughs> really? <laughs> hold on, let me, let me just hold on. I might have it. Hold on. I'm just going to rustle some papers. There we go. Here we go. Yes, yeah, so the 2021 AGM is planned to be held at Cuba on the 18th of March 2021 so Cuba was where we were going to have it Ah, okay um uh, obviously many many things got cancelled and postponed and and etc so we um I think Iwana was in communication with Cuba um because actually we weren't looking necessarily to sort of get a refund actually we, we we want to sort of yeah. have our have our next year's AGM and kind of honor the agreement it, you know it wasn't anybody's fault that we had to cancel or they couldn't host it mm-hmm. so yes yeah, it's, it's great news that we've been able just basically to say you know actually we, we still want to we still like to use that facilities uh, because the, the old place where we had it traditionally over the last few years is, is being well demolished slash renovated so <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> so uh, so that's the reason we had that we had a new new destination so please put that in your diaries okay uh, they, um, the eighteenth uh, of March, twenty twenty one, for the uh, for the Centre Point AGM. Um, well, I think I, I think that's everything, Marina. Have you got anything you want to add? No, that's everything. Okay. Well, everything. thanks ever so much. I know this is you know this has not been your ideal thing chatting away to me. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks. Yeah. Every, I think it's been really important that people could you know we've gone through this today. Yes, and thank you to you, John, to, to, to have the initiative to do this. Uh, well, you know, I'm, yeah. I've, I've got time on my hands. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a houseman making lots more tea than I have been before because Karen's oh. working at home. But... <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, like me, you know, cooking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're cooking and painting. I'm making tea and doing podcasts. Um, uh, also, I want to thank this, uh, take this opportunity to thank the officers group for organising the vote. A huge amount of work went in behind the scenes to put this together, to get the communication sent out, to get everything accessible. Um, so it, in a very short space of time, we were able, you know, the, the, the officers group and other volunteers made this happen. Um, I, we, we have to say they are making a great job, you know, doing yeah. in virtual and all this work behind the scene is a lot. I know yeah. that. And uh, just a call out for anybody who has, um, particularly Centrepoint members, really specifically, um, if you have any ideas or want to contribute to future podcasts, please let me know. Um, you know, if you want to promote your your group, such as, you know, uh, Mahjong or the Hooks and Needles, or you want to talk about the conversation groups. Um, the, the I know there's the um, Thin Rafters, the writing groups, the book reading groups. There might, there might be something we can do. Um, I'm open to suggestions and ideas. Um, I've got a few uh, interviews kind of lined up that I'd like to do. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm more than happy. So please, you can contact me um, through Centrepoint. My, my existing address you can find, I think, might, might or might not be in Horizon now, but um, most of you know me who are Centrepoint members. So yeah, please get in contact. And yeah, Marina, have a lovely day, um, whatever you're doing. If it's, is it more painting or more cooking or both? Uh, more, more cooking. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll give, give my regards to the family um, and uh, take care, stay safe and uh, speak soon.
Thank you very much, John, for this today. Have a lovely day, too. You too. Take care. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. Hello and welcome to the Centerpoint Basel podcast. This is episode four, which is I've titled Centerpoint Activities for You. Uh, and that's activities for you if you're Centerpoint members. But if you're listening to this as a non-member, then listen very carefully. So this, there might be something on this podcast that will uh, strike a chord and interest you and you can come along to Centerpoint and check us out. Um, first of all, congratulations to Nicholas Weber, who's become uh, Centerpoint's new president. Uh, I know there's been a, a couple of board meetings uh, since the annual general meeting that was not and the postal vote. So the board is carrying on as normal seamlessly. Um, so thanks to Kate Watson for her three-year tenure, and now she's handed it over to the safe hands of Nicholas. So yeah, well done, Nicholas, and I'm hoping that the board meetings are, are going well, and Centerpoint is ticking along nicely despite the uh, yeah, corona interruption. Uh, as you'll all be aware, if you've been receiving the uh, weekly briefing, they know that uh, Centerpoint has now uh, begun a soft reopening. It's uh, from Tuesday to Friday uh, from 9 to 10.45. Um, if you are uh, available and you feel confident and you want to help out, I know they're looking for helpers and volunteers to, to do the desk. Um, we have put controls in and limiting the number of people. So if you're interested, uh, contact Centrepoint. I think you can email probably info at Centrepoint if you fancy doing a, a very short shift. But I think that's great news to see that we're, we're adapting and following the rules as they're being relaxed. And so, yes, uh, Tuesday to Friday, 9 until 10.45, Centrepoint is um, opening gradually. Um, but obviously, we're still doing a lot of virtual activities. The coffee morning is happening via Zoom. Uh, I know the Café of Deutsch, I think, is going on. I know there are conversation groups going on. So there's actually a lot going on, both, you know, a little bit physically and a lot virtually. And that kind of brings us nicely on to why we're here today, which is talking about activities. So uh, hopefully, and I'm, I'm pretty sure she's there on the other end of the line because we've had a quick practice, is Heather. Hello. There she is. Excellent. Excellent. Welcome. How are you doing? Yep. Really good. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. Now, I mentioned board meetings, so I know you've just been in one. How was that? Yeah, it was great. Thank you. Yeah, all good. Excellent. Good. Brilliant. So, um, Heather, obviously, uh, I'm going to go through a bit of an intro so people can find out who you are. So, uh, yeah. So how long have you been in Basel? Uh, so I've been in Basel for four years. Um, like many people, uh, we moved here uh, because of jobs. Uh, in this case, it was my husband's job. OK. Uh, he works for Roche. And yeah, so we have actually been here <clears throat> in Basel in the past. Yeah. In the 80s, so um, it's a bit of a, a, a revisit, but uh, yeah, thoroughly enjoying it. Excellent, excellent. And, and where and where are you from originally? Well, you can maybe have a tell from my accent. I'm I was born in the northeast of England. Uh, I grew up in a seaside town called Tynemouth. Uh, quite a, a, a built up in the Victorian times, so so it's got a, quite a lot of history to it. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Uh, that's where I grew up and um, I got married um, and as I say moved back to Basel but I've lived in various places in the world I lived in the United States uh, too so um, lived in Bedfordshire in England uh, and now I'm here in Basel. Wow seasoned traveller now I think you have um, a very uh, soft sort of lilting accent because I have a friend who's from Blythe 
And mm -hmm. um, there are times when I struggle to, to understand what she's saying. We, we have a long running joke about there's a place in England called York. And then there's a thing called that comes out of an egg, which is a yolk. But when she says them, they sound identical. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that that's true. I, I have got I have got a softer accent, probably because uh, once I got married and we moved away, um, I haven't I haven't lived there for very long. Although the accent does come back quite strongly <laughs> back home. <laughs> well, that's fine. That's only natural. That's only natural. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, obviously, yeah. So you've been in four years, and and you mentioned yeah. husband and hobbies. Now, I know, I know you're a bit of you enjoy walking because I have been on some of your punishing walkings walks on. Sure. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, before uh, COVID, um, I did walk uh, twice a week, um, Monday and Wednesday, with the Basel Walkers, which I absolutely loved, and I'm really missing, and I'm looking forward to getting back to that. Yeah. Um, my other hobbies are um, I like being active love a bit of Pilates, yoga, um, and um, I like actually crafting, making, sewing quilts, a uh, bit of machine embroidery, bit of painting, all that sort of thing. Wow, now that I didn't know. I didn't know you were crafty. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh. Okay, see, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm more the art side, so I like photography, but I'm, I'm not very, uh, I'm rubbish at DIY, and I kind of sit crafting in brackets near DIY so I'm not very good at building stuff therefore yeah my yeah crafting it scares me yeah no we love it I actually a member of uh, hooks and needles group uh, in center points and uh, that's that's a great group I really enjoy being part of that oh cool yeah my sisters do a little bit of crafting I think I think actually it seems to be you know with all this going on at the moment people are kind of getting into things and it seems crafting is one of those areas which is becoming more popular absolutely it uh, yeah apparently uh, all, all things to do with crafting uh, are just, you know, flying off the shelves, as it were. I did read that uh, wool has gone up in price because so many people are knitting. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, okay. So we need more sheep. Okay. Right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, and, um, you know, obviously you mentioned you're part of the Hooks and Needles. How long have you been at, um, a Centrepoint member? Okay. So I joined uh, in November 2018. Okay. Um, I, became, I, I, was, I heard about it from a friend, actually. I, I'm not sure how I, I, I missed uh, Centre Point before then. Uh, but, yeah, a friend recommended it. I came along to Coffee Morning. Cool. First time. Uh, loved it. Uh, became a front desk volunteer. And then I was asked by Kate uh, to become part of the strategic leadership team. Yeah, um, I think because of my previous role in in England in Bedfordshire, or when I was a head teacher, um, I was used to, you know, strategic planning uh, over three years for the school. So, um, yeah, I, I joined that. Really enjoyed. I'm still part of that, and that will yeah. still that will continue. We yeah. hope um, the strategic plan um, certainly once we, we get back to uh, seeing each other in person. Yep. Um, yeah, I also then uh, became a volunteer um, working with Mary-Anne, who was then the programmes coordinator. Yeah, yeah. And started to uh, help to, help to organise talks and trips. Oh, uh, okay. it, so it sounds like a fair, it's been a sort of a, a nice kind of easing in, you know, front desk volunteer, which is always a really good place to start because you learn yeah. about Centrepoint and you meet lots of people, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's it's it's a great way, and you know, meeting actually, I've been, I've enjoyed meeting new people, particularly on Friday morning coffees, and showing them round, introducing um, the Centre Point 
to them. Yeah, it's 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 been it's been really great. Um, I I know lots of lots of people volunteer for front desk, and uh, I've I've done so for you know quite a number of years, and absolutely love it. Yeah, and I and I think you know it's and what's the beauty of sort of Centrepoint being a volunteer organisation is that you can sort of dip your toe in in areas that you're feel comfortable in but also it's it's sometimes people feel they want to stretch themselves and they want to get out of that comfort zone and they want to try something maybe a bit different and it's a nice safe place to do it isn't it yeah you know what I I really enjoyed uh because I had a few years of 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 actually not you know coming here not working yeah nice Uh, given that I had a pretty full-on job um in England um I really missed that part of of you know using your brain I suppose you know it's great there's plenty of things to do here but actually for me it was uh, starting to join the strategic team and stepping up and doing more in center points uh, made me realize that yeah this is this was for me I, I, I really I really do want to get it get more involved. Oh, I mean it's great I think you're right I mean I had the same sort of feeling you know I once I kind of step, put, put my foot in the water, I just, you know, wanted to crack on and, and sort of get involved and do more and more things. So it, it does sort of catch people that way, which is mm. lovely. Now, you mentioned um, this uh, the, the strategic team and this project. And I guess that's kind of where um, at the activities title, the, the design of it kind of originated from. Is that right? That's exactly right. Yes, we, we, we looked at the structure um and decided that um rather than having a programs coordinator we would then have a activities uh coordinator and under that umbrella of activities we'd bring um more of more things in in, under it um so actually um now um we have the conversation groups um i've got the group leaders uh there's libraries trips and talk team uh abro art wall coffee morning all those things are sort of under the under the activities and it makes sense really because these are the things that actually you know that the members really love and and and, and get involved in um and the- actually, it just to say interestingly yeah i, I think are they, the activities when when we did a recent survey as part of the strategic team you know the activities came up you know as something that that were, was really valued by the members um they 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 love they love it that you know it's a huge part of of why they've joined Centerpoint. well that was going to be my next question actually was that um you know this has come from i understood that this has come from the members and the and the reason you know it it was highlighted by the membership that this was a key area of why they became members and why they stayed members yeah yeah, absolutely. It, 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 it is. It is. And just to say also about my role is, you know, it's quite it's quite strategic. I, I am a member of the board um, cool. and I report to to the board uh, regarding, you know, all the activities, what we're doing. But also we hopefully once we get back to being more strategic, yeah. uh, we, we're, we're, look, we're looking at, you know, more more about what activities members would like to do, what direction we want to go in, you know, what, what more can we offer or what, what different things we can offer? Uh, do they like what we're offering? That, those sort of questions. That, that's how I, I see the role um, evolving. 
Oh, that, oh that's great, because isn't it? Because I think what's what I like about Centrepoint, it is very transparent and it, and it is very much about sharing. So pe people shouldn't be afraid of saying, oh, I've got an idea and, and, and floating it. And, and then, you know, it, it's like oh, some, some of them land and they work and some of them don't. But we're often, you know, we've always experimented and tried things out. But it's the people can feel safe in kind of going, actually, I would like to try and do this. Mm. Absolutely. I think that's really important. I would love, you know, um, even if we haven't got the survey out yet, if people could email me and, and give any suggestions to, particularly for talks at the moment, um, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd really value some ideas. That would be fantastic. Okay. Um, and I mean, I know personally that I'm, um, I'm, I'm, I'm a rubbish tourist. So I find that, you know, going on tours to external locations, uh, I feel more comfortable and safer because I, I meet I meet somebody at a tram stop or a train station, and then we kind of go on mass and we kind of visit somewhere. And, and I and I, I I really sort of appreciate that because if I was left to my own devices, I, I wouldn't get there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And in addition to that, often you get a you get a tour or a talk from from a specialist that you know if you were just on your own, you 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 wouldn't get. So. For example, I'm thinking about when we went to the Tingley Museum uh, to the Len Lai exhibition. You know, we were actually shown around um, the, the the tour by, by the curator, and it was it was a great experience. You know, it doesn't get much better than that. I mean, that's that's like a, a great personal sort of service, and, and yeah. more intimate, isn't it? Mm, yeah, it's brilliant. And so, obviously, this yeah. So the situation, you know, that we're currently in this kind of new normal. Um, it's kind of, you know, presented some challenges. So what have you, what have you had to do to kind of adapt? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, I mean, once the lockdown was in place, you know, um, yeah. myself and the board quickly started investigating, you know, how we could offer virtual events. And it just so happened that, you know, N Nicholas, uh, the new president uh, is very, very IT savvy. So he had all sorts of su suggestions um, about how we could do that. Uh, we looked at options uh, based on quality versus cost. Um, and in, in the end, we, we decided to um, subscribe to a Centrepoint Zoom account. Right. I mean, we're not saying that Zoom's, you know, the best thing out there. It was just really, uh, it was versus quality and cost, as I say. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I took over the role of, of managing that account. Okay, um, using an online calendar, so just to make sure that you know there's no clash uh, with groups, um, making sure that everybody has the opportunity, should they wish to join a group or um, have some Zoom time um, that was open to them. Okay. Uh, and it seems to have been really successful. Uh, people are connected. I've, I've had lots of positive feedback. Uh, I mean, I realise that you know. Um, Zoom isn't for everybody or, or any other, you know, uh, virtual platform. It's not not everybody, not all the members want to use it. But um, so far, yeah, we've definitely got some people who've never, ever used it in the, before. Uh, some of the even some of the leaders and uh, they've persevered. They, they, they've managed, they've used it and said, oh, oh, this is easier than we, than we thought it was going to be. So, um, yeah, it's it's been quite positive. 
Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd never even heard of it. And I, I know the sort of, you know, you've only got to sort of go along to the Friday virtual coffee mornings on Zoom. And, you know, and I remember sort of one morning, one of the attendees, um, she was upside down on the screen for the entirety of the coffee morning, which was hilarious. But she was there. Yes. And eventually, right at the end, we managed to get her the right way up, which was fantastic. But yes, but it was great because it's like, well, we're all kind of learning and trying out things and people can't get the sound to work. But then you find out and everyone's yeah. sharing. No, I, I, and, and the look on, on, on a person's face when they've connected, they can see yes. us, they, they can hear us, is actually, you know, quite, 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 quite great to see. Um, there was a, one of, you know, one of the conversation uh, group leaders who, who'd never used it before. And, you know, we had a few goes, we had a try to, to I tried to help her. But yeah. the joy of, of actually getting her connected and now being able to, um, you know, get 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 her students together. She's she's really loving it. So yeah, that's a very positive. Um, there's always a positive in a, in a, in some in, in something that's not always positive. But yeah, this is this has been good. I think it's been a real challenge for in, in for for lots of people in lots of ways, and for Centrepoint specifically because it was such a um, a close knit group and we're so used to the. Uh, the seeing each other physically on the premises <laughs> or uh, at events so this has been a real challenge I know sort of Kate's mantra will be you know keeping Centrepoint alive and I think it's I think it's awesome that you know we've managed to you know do zooms we've got podcasts you know yeah. we're, we're still doing our utmost to try and keep connected and, and keep people alert that you know, we're here yeah I, I, you're right and I think also in the future when we eventually will be able to meet Maybe we can still have Zoom and that can just build capacity for groups that, you know, um, I mean, there's only so much, so many groups can meet in the calendar. We can just got to look at the Senate point calendar to see how full it is. But, you know, we may well continue to, to meet virtually for some groups. Yeah, that'd be great. Because I know there's a few people maybe who live a little bit further out. I mean, I know no yeah. one far away in Basel but yeah people have, uh, can you know they can you know there's a group of people who can who can do a virtual coffee morning because they live a little bit far out or the weather's yeah. not the weather's not great in the winter and they think well we can still have a coffee morning but it, you know don't have to go out in the snow <laughs> yeah or or conversation groups are always very popular you know maybe some conversation groups they can't get onto the calendar sure they could meet uh, virtually as well yeah, and I think it also it maybe um, it opens up. Yeah, like you say with the calendar, and what we're kind of you know, we have our sort of our opening hours when Centrepoint is physically open and available to people. But there might be opportunity if you know there's a conversation group leader who wants to do lead a German or English uh, conversation <laughs> group. But it could be of an evening. But then of course they could do it virtually. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And so, how, so how much is sort of happening at the moment? You know, kind of. Yeah, what what is currently going on? So we sort of talked about um, coffee morning and a little bit about conversation groups. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've currently got fourteen conversation groups going on, which is great. Wow. Each week, uh, we've got English at all levels of ability and German also different abilities. We've got Spanish, French, and Italian going on. Um, some of the groups are meeting. Uh, we've got uh, modelling. Thin raft riders, hooks and needles are also meeting. Yeah. Uh, I know that some people are meeting using Skype, which is, you know, was fine. Yeah. Uh, there are some groups, obviously, like Bridge and Mahjong, who can't meet at the moment. Um, yeah. But I think some of them are just having a coffee uh, group together, you know, just being social. Perhaps they can't play the game, but, you know, they're meeting together. 
Um, we're having at least one talk a week. Yeah. Um, we've had a My Place. We've got another My Place coming. Um, you've already mentioned Coffee Morning and Cafe of Deutsch. We had a virtual apero. Uh, and we've also had, um, we've started uh, something that's kind of a little of a spin-off from My Place called Traveller's Tales. Okay. Um, so we've already had uh, New Zealand tra- Traveller's Tales and uh, we've got another one coming up soon uh, as well so yeah lots of lots of lots of things actually happening at the moment i mean that's i mean it's bonkers i mean it's great to think that we're in this kind of current situation but it's still <laughs> you are busy <laughs> yeah yeah I, i'm keeping busy <laughs> <laughs> and so um so, and the kind of planned external we had, there was a few things i know in the calendar that were planned externally they're either cancelled with no date or postponed, but no date or there is a date. What's the status? Um, so they are, they're, they're, they're all postponed. I, I don't think, I, I don't like to say I've cancelled anything. They're postponed. They're already there. Yeah. And um, we're just waiting really for the, you know, the next announcement. I mean, I, I understand there's announcement, an announcement coming tomorrow, uh, but soonish. Yeah. Uh, in terms of how many people can meet, that will make a difference. Um, once we know that we can uh, plan plan ahead Um, I'll contact um, whoever you know the 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 trips that were were planned and and propose some dates for the future Uh, quite a lot of the places uh, quite rightly cancelled said they just couldn't accommodate us uh, due to government restrictions so yeah, I'll be I'll be relooking again to see you know what we can, what we can. I mean, I'm I'm sort of hoping that September October time we can really get going with some some more some more trips. Um, it does take a while to get those trips up and going because we advertise in, in Horizon and yeah, that yeah. thing you know. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, keep looking at. I mean. Things that are happening in the next few weeks, we're advertising a lot in weekly briefing. But you know, in the future, in Horizon, we'll we'll get things going again. I, I'm I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just you know, obviously, you know, we're we're doing as we're kind of instructed to do via the sort of the government instructions and kind of what they say does dictate. And obviously, you know, it's it's I know you know if there are all planned events like a. a or a tour of a venue you know they'll be just as keen as we you know to, to host mm. we are to attend won't they <laughs> absolutely you are absolutely right yeah they they really will be so um yeah we might have a little bit of a flush in september of uh of, of trip of trips going on yeah yeah, yeah. and that does and it does take time doesn't it because obviously you know fitting it into our calendar their calendar and, and and finding a suitable time for people to go and yeah, yeah, it does take a, 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 it does take a few a few months to uh, to organise a trip. Really, in reality, just to meet the deadline for the for Hor- the Horizon magazine. And uh, but yeah, it will they'll be coming. And I think it was interesting because um, the restrictions have been released. You know, my wife and I have been out. Um, we went, you know, last week to, to a restaurant for a meal, and it was they did it very very well. We were sort of on a veranda, so we were outside anyway. But they had screens, and the way they kind of. Pre- did the food and the masks they had on it was really really re- well planned and and uh it, the manager guy sort of said oh you know thank you very much for coming and and, and our sort of thoughts were you know we're, we're being as careful as we can but it's kind of if, if we want that restaurant or those shops to be there in the future we've kind of got to be safe but also we've got to kind of patronize those places yeah 
order for them to exist. And it's a bit like, you know, the, the center point needs to be patronized so that it keeps existing, but also the, the events that you're planning in, we need to kind of, you know, not be afraid to attend when, when the, when the rules are released, it's like, okay, well, we can, you know, if people want to wear a mask in, in September and October, then that's okay too, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, quite a few of the places that we visit, uh, like the, I think that the Tierheim, you know, they're, they're charities and actually, you know, they 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 really survive on on donations that we we give them for for yeah. the visit. So, absolutely, uh, yeah, it is. Uh, we are obviously we we do have to be careful and 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 say stay safe. But yeah, we also have to you know get out there and and support them too. And obviously, you know, you mentioned you know you're you're kind of you know the the activities coordinator, and, and you mentioned under this umbrella these um, these other areas. So. Mm. Uh, do you, uh, what's the status there? Do you, uh, is, is all the kind of positions covered or are there some awesome opportunities for people to get involved? Oh, there's some fantastic opportunities for people to join the activities team. Um, we've got, so, so the current, current uh, vacancies um, is for a TRIPS coordinator. So they would work closely with myself and with TRIP organisers. Okay. Um, to um, manage trips, um, I mean, meet with the other organisers uh, to discuss, you know, which trip, um, who's going to plan which trip. What, what we tend to do is um, we decide on a trip and it's often uh, a trip that you personally would like to or interested in and would like to follow through with it and then actually attend. And if, with, when we do that and if we have a team of those people, yeah. often you're only you know, um, organising a trip once every three months or, or, or four months, you know, yeah, yeah, okay. part of the team, yeah. So so that that's something that we have. Um, okay. There's also um, a talks coordinator. Again, it's uh, talks um, in the past always took place in, in Centrepoint and, and will do again. Yeah. Um, and it's to get, get some ideas, research some ideas for possible speaker, uh, and then manage uh, the emails for applications, and then and then just be there to to be the host really for the evening at, at Centre Point. Uh, that's another thing. We've got a, a position for a group coordinator. Um, that's the person who liaises with the group leaders um, via email, sets up new groups, just checks that the leaders have got everything they. They, they need that's not to be confused with the conversation groups because we have two leaders at the, who do a fantastic job yeah. of, of doing the same with conversation uh, group leaders um, and then also um, we have special events um, going on um, things like um, hopefully in the future a summer party or we've had a Halloween party yeah kind of thing so somebody who's a special events coordinator, and so that would be something that would, you know, happen once every six months. Um, they would have admin support because that involves quite a lot of emails coming in for applications, you know, places. Um, but yeah, that's a great, great event. Um, uh, sometimes it happens, in, it's, it's centre point. Um, sometimes we've thought in the past, about you know doing doing some sort of event all together so you may well have seen that we thought about um doing the summer rhyme uh boat but unfortunately that's been postponed but you know that's sort of big event yeah um and 
finally uh, a coffee morning team coordinator um that's just to manage the coffee morning rota making sure that we have uh, we've got some very dedicated um helpers volunteers at the coffee mornings just to make sure that that they'll be there to manage sure. that uh you know and and some of these roles i've got to say uh, would only need one two hours of volunteer time um a week or if if less um some of them obviously would need more more commitment um and it would just depend on so for a trip sometimes you're busy doing more because the trip's coming up uh, other times you're just doing the research um so there's, there's not a lot to do so you know it's it and and it's a very flexible um position the positions are flexible we're all volunteers you know but you could do something in the evening um if it suits you not because not everybody can you know some people work not everybody's are, are is available during the day and i realize that yeah, I, I think that's people sort of, I think, feel maybe a bit, oh, you know, I can't do that because I do this. And it's actually because we're we're all volunteers and we all have, you know, holidays. And we've all got family and we've sure. all got other commitments. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but, you know, as I'm trying to say that having a team of people. Yeah. So we can share the responsibility, really, uh, and offered, you know, varied activities to the members. I think, you know, getting other people on board with their own ideas just adds to the variety of, of activities that we can offer really yeah totally i think yeah the, you know the, the adage of many hands make light work and yeah. it's is so you know important and crucial at center point and i also think that, that what's great is that there's there's such a core group of um i would say seasoned veterans that anybody sort of who's interested in and in sort of putting their toe in the water and and, and contributing you know that the support network around that is is immense isn't it Absolutely, yeah. There are yeah plenty of people who helped me along the way, um, you know. Because without a doubt, there are you know it's it's change and new things, but there's always somebody to support you and help you, and who's done who've done the jobs before actually that you can you can call on. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because I know you mentioned like the summer party. I know I know from you know past experience that there are there are lists and plans and SOPs for for how to sort of put one of these events on you know contact lists for food and music yep. and so there's almost like a how-to you just need the person to kind of go right you know here's the list and you know you know run with it you know yeah yeah absolutely we, you know we've got lots of experience for um, doing events I mean the Afro team are fantastic um led by Walter he he's he's brilliant um he, he knows exactly what he's doing you know he's, he's got it off to a T and 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 um you know, some of the some of the the other um, positions are are filled. So there's there's you know there's there's a whole team there to to fall back on really. Well, it's I mean it's it sounds brilliant. I mean I I can't believe how much you know it, it, after all these weeks what what's been going on in in the, in the background. I think it's a testament to to, to the volunteers of Centrepoint that um, everyone's sort of throwing themselves in and and putting that extra effort into to keep things going i mean we could have just kind of sat back and gone okay well we'll see each other in you know however many months and hopefully we'll all come together but yeah it's amazing i think you know i mean you know well well done you um, well well i i think it's not just me it's a whole team i've got to say and and actually that that i've loved connecting people i think it's been so good for 
everybody's well-being actually so you know maybe i've just sort of managed it but actually the whole team out there are, are the are, are the ones doing it you know they're they you know the the, the group leaders um you know they, they're all still uh, meeting people even if it is just for a coffee we are seeing each other's faces on zoom so yeah it's 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 good it is good. I think you know, seeing those familiar faces, you know, I know we're allowed out this bit more now, but we're still kind of keeping ourselves to ourselves when we're outside. But I think, yeah, seeing those familiar faces, even if it's on a little screen, you know, <laughs> it means the world, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. No, it is. It's, it's good. It's important. Well, thank you, Heather, for uh, sparing the time today. I know you've had a long afternoon with a, with a couple of hours in a board meeting then straight into a, a podcast with me, but I, I really appreciate it. And I think, um, yeah, the, the activities team are doing a sterling job. Um, historically, Centrepoint has always uh, put on a, a good show when we've had talks and presenters and tours and, and, and visits to places that normally we'd never even get, a, a normal person would get access to. So I think, yeah, that... I'm not surprised that activities has come out as so important to the membership. Yeah. Which is why there's so much effort being put into it. Oh, well, thank you. You're more than welcome. And thank you for um, giving me a little bit of time to, to talk about the activities role. Oh, a pleasure. Well, you can now go and have a cup of tea and put your feet up because I think that's the end of your you know job for today. Well, no, it's not. We've got to talk tonight, but yeah. Oh. <laughs> Oh, what is it tonight? Remind remind us what it is tonight. Well, we've we've got the um, the movie maker. Um, so we've got Clara, who is starting a movie maker group, and oh. she's doing a talk about um, beyond the camera. So she's talking about her role as a film director. It's going to be very interesting. Fascinating. Well, I hope that goes very very well. And if uh, podcasters um, who may attend that tonight will then listen to the podcast afterwards. So you know, brilliant. Well, thanks a lot, Heather. Enjoy the afternoon and good luck tonight. You're, you're welcome. Thanks, John. See ya. Bye. Thanks. Bye.